Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Become Fire podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. Good to be back. It is good to be here. It is a beautiful day in Amen. Phoenix, Arizona. Amen. Um, and hope you're doing well. It's August. Things are kind of picking back up. Life's picking back up. School's getting started. Um, Crazy. You know, weather's weather's kind of, uh, I don't know if it's changing yet here in Phoenix. Maybe other parts of the nation it is. Um, football's hot. getting Always started. Hot. Always hot. It's just, well, no, we had the rain. It was really nice that in is July. True. July was nice for a couple of weeks. Had all that rain. It was cool. Um, so we are, we're keeping this cranking uh, with Amen. requests. Um, and so I just want to encourage people. We are nothing if not obedient. Yeah, <laughs> please. We love your requests. We are here to please the people of God. It helps us a lot because we don't have to think about what to do for episodes. <laughs> we just have to prepare for episodes. People tell us what to do. And so if you have an idea, you want an episode, you want to talk about something, um, you know, info at becomefire.faith. Yeah. Uh, that's info, I-N-F-O, at becomefire, all one word, all lowercase, dot faith, or you just go to our website and, uh, and give us some topics. Give us some ideas. Um, and uh, let us know, and then we will, you know, to pray about it and look to the topics we can do. But we and had a request to talk about indulgences. Yeah. Um, so we are going to indulge our audience today <laughs> with a little indulgence yes, discussion. Indeed. Um, so, you know, and this is, this is a, I would say, an important topic for Catholics in particular. For sure. Because what do we think about when we think about indulgences? I think if, if you're me, you think... The Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and you think you know this this preaching of hey, you can buy your way out of uh, to heaven. Right. You just go put a, a coin, put a coin in. You know you're buying your way to heaven. Right. You know help pay for Saint Peter's and all these abuses, you know, of sure. indulgences. And so, unfortunately, when things get abused, they get neglected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was this whole abuse of indulgences, and then kind of they kind of was like, well, no, no, this isn't what the church teaches. It's really bad, and so it just yeah. kind of got moved off to the side. But it's something the church has, teaches, as dot, you know, continues to teach, Amen. and uh, and something that even you know our post-Vatican II church kind of, uh, in many ways, kind of brought back, like Paul the Sixth, really, because they'd really kind of fallen off the wayside. It was Paul the Sixth, John Paul the Second, and Benedict the Sixteenth. They really started talking about and preaching once again the importance of indulgences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just start from the inquiry and just what is an indulgence? Please we'll start there. enlighten me, Father Anthony. An indulgence is the remission before God of the temporal punishment due for sin already forgiven as far as their guilt is concerned. This remission of the faithful with the proper dispositions and under certain demanded conditions acquire through the intervention of the church, which as a minister of the redemption, authoritatively dispenses and applies the treasury of the sanctification won by Christ and the saints. Amen. Let's go through that, you know, piece There's by piece. a lot in there. Let's break it down. So, and don't just, is the remission before God of the temporal punishment due for sins. Yes. Already forgiven. That's right. Big distinction. As far as their guilt is concerned. Yes. This does not take away the need for confession. Correct. <laughs> we need to ask for forgiveness yes. through the sacrament of reconciliation for the forgiveness of our sins. So we have to make a distinction between uh, the forgiveness of a sin and then the remission of the temporal punishment for that sin. Uh, so... So it's why we do penances after we go to confession. So we go to confession, we confess all of our sins. Father says, uh, and, and, and I forgive you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen, and you are forgiven of your sins. But he, he gives you a penance to do um, because 
uh, that there is there's still temporal punishment for our sins, and this is what, uh, kind of what we mean by purgatory. That you know, um, though we might be forgiven of our sins, that um, it has weakened our our, our soul or and our, and our virtue, and and so that we need to, um, in some sense, kind of show that we we're, we're, we we want to make up for it. It's kind of a maybe a weak analogy, but. Um, the the analogy I always think of is that um, you know if you're playing baseball in the backyard uh, and you hit a uh, a ball through the window and you break the window, um, mom and dad forgive you of of what you've just done. If you ask for forgiveness, if you ask for forgiveness, that's right. You have to ask for forgiveness. You have to be contrite. You have to be sorry. Tell mom and dad you're sorry. Uh, you're forgiven of 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 the sin, but the window's still broken. Um, so you want to do something to make up for that. Uh, so you have a little lemonade stand and you raise a little bit of money and it's never going to be enough to pay for the window in itself, but you're just doing a little bit to um, to make up for for what was broken. If that The window has sense. to be replaced. The window has to be replaced. No, I, I mean, I would say even more than you can do a little bit, but it's going to be paid. That window is going to be replaced either on this life or the life to come. Yeah. Which is why we believe in purgatory. So th- this doctrine is centered on the belief in purgatory. Many if you don't believe yep. in purgatory, yep. you're not going to get to see any merit to indulgences. Yeah. So- um, and we really want to talk about indulgence, so I don't want really to give a full exposition about purgatory. Yeah. But just real briefly, for those who don't understand or believe. So we believe that in heaven and hell, right? Yep. There is a heaven, which is a place in which you are in union with God. You are eternally happy. There's a place where uh, called hell, where you are eternally separated from God. Yeah. You have rejected him in this life, um, either implicitly or explicitly. And so you are eternally separated from him from his love. Um, and then there's a place called purgatory. Purgatory is the preparation needed for to get to heaven. So when you die, it means you're so you're soul, saved. You're saved. You're going to be you're going guaranteed to heaven. heaven. But you're still you, there's still what I said. The windows of your life are broken. What? Why? Well, because you sin, and that sin affects people. Yeah. Every sin you do, even the quiet sin in your bedroom that you think nobody knows about, it affects you. Why? Because it affects like pornography being an example. Yep. It affects how you view women. Yep. And it affects the women who you're watching, you know, yep. who are explicit from pornography. There's, yep. there's no sin that doesn't have an effect on other people. Yeah, there are no private um, sins. Every sin no private is, sin. Is, is social. We're all connected. Um, and, and, and so, but let's, the, let's go extreme example. Um, let's say you uh, rape somebody. That's pretty extreme. Right? It's yeah. pretty extreme. Yeah. Um, well, let's say later in life you have a conversion. You're like I sh- you have you you repent. You go to for, you go you yeah. I was, go to bat, you know get baptized. You, whatever you know maybe already baptized. Whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you you are forgiven of that sin. Right. But the person you raped still is affected by that for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. There's still the the ill effect of your sin right. that you can never actually repair. You could never you can yeah. go and ask for forgiveness. You can always but that that's already happened. Mm-hmm. That affected them. That's going to affect the rest of their life. Um. And so that window is broken. Mm-hmm. You can be forgiven for breaking the window, yep. but that and window needs forgiven. to be replaced. Yeah, and so because of the ill effect due to sin, we have to do penance. Yes, and that—that's where purgatory is the place where all those windows that we broke in our life, they—they they haven't been replaced yet. They've been yeah. forgiven, the, the the mistakes made because you asked for forgiveness, but those windows need to be replaced. And so purgatory, why? And we actually want that, which is shocking. We actually, our souls want purgatory. You know, not purgatory, but they want they, they want to want be healed. To be healed, we yeah. don't we don't want to see God face to face with yeah. stain. You know, with with the with with the, the ill effects of our sins mm-hmm. still uh, affecting our lives, and so we want to be in a place where we're we're ready to go and meet God face to face, as ready as we can be. We're, we've been covered by the blood of the Lamb, and so um, 
that's what purgatory is. It's this place where our souls are purified and prepared yeah. to see God face to face. And all the ways in which they're not ready, yeah. in which they're still attached to things as well. They're still attached to sin. They're still ill effects yeah. of the sin. Um, to be purified, to be ready, to see him face to face. Indulgences are what, how we can apply our prayers here on earth to those who are in purgatory, yes. who are suffering so that they can get to heaven quick, yes. like more quickly. This, this process of, of replacing windows, we're using mm-hmm. this analogy, that can, can be done quickly, and then we can help them replace some windows. Yep. Like, you know, there are a lot of windows replaced. Our prayers can help replace some of those windows yeah. in our life to yeah. prepare their souls to go meet God face to face. So it's not the forgiveness of their sins. It's the the removal of the temporal punishment, which is purgatory, um, so that it's removing that time that they would have to spend. Um, and so that's what it is, not the forgiveness. Right. And so this remission, we'll go back to our, our definition. Yes. This remission of the faithful with the proper dispositions. So yes. when we have to be properly disposed. Yes. Right, and this is us, you know, praying, praying yeah. for the sake of others. Meaning, we have to be in a state of grace. Yes, we can't have any serious sin on our souls. Uh, we can't be in a state of mortal sin for this to, uh, for the, for the, for the grace of the indulgence to work. And under certain determined conditions, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, you know, the, the determined conditions. There for are some life. special ones for this year, the year of Saint Joseph. Yeah, um, acquire through the intervention of the church. Yeah. Let's talk about this. It's the church who's doing this. Yeah, right. The church determined this is what gets you indulgent. This is what doesn't. Um, why? Because Peter's been given the the keys. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you bind on earth, we bound in heaven. We loose on earth, we will be loosed in heaven. Yeah. Like the church has this authority to say, "Hey, you know, you're you're this will free your loved ones from you know purgatory." You yeah. know, just like the confessional, the like this is it's the, the church, it's Christ through the priest in the power of the sacrament that the church has given us. That's that's being operating in that 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 the confession and in the sacrament of reconciliation. Yeah. Uh, same with the indulgence. It's the church whose authority is stamping it to say, this act that you're doing for the sake of with these determined conditions, for the sake of your loved one in purgatory, is helping them in their process of being prepared to go be with the Lord forever. Yeah. And maybe maybe this is the, the end of the definition talks about this, but but the church can do this uh because she's the bride of Christ. And uh I the analogy I would use is that um that husband and wife share the same bank account. Um, and so the bridegroom who is Christ um, has won all of the merits and all, and all of the treasures of heaven and all of the gifts and all of the graces belong to him because he became a man, he died on the cross for our sins and he rose again. Um, so, so all the merits of the cross, all the all the merits of his life, all the graces that he won for us, all the riches and treasures of heaven um, belong to him. And now his bride, which is the church, he says, everything that I have belongs to you. So the treasures of heaven and the treasures of Christ and the merits of heaven um, belong to the church. Um, they share the same bank account. And the bride can, can make a withdrawal. Uh, and give some of those treasures to her children as she sees fit. Um, and so that's why the church can do this, um, because she's one with her bridegroom. All of the riches in heaven are Christ, and Christ has decided to share them with his bride, which is the church. So the church can say, okay, we're going to take um, these gifts and these graces and these blessings and apply them to our children in this way. Yeah. And, and so we've got a biblical reference here. We have the man who uh, owes a great debt yeah. to his, his master. And he goes and the master calls forth the debt. And the man's like, begs for forgiveness. Like, I can't pay back the debt. It's too big. It's too great. I can't pay it back. And the master says, I forgive you. Yeah. Right. So he asks for forgiveness. Yeah. He's forgiven, right? 
Then what does he do? He goes out, finds another, someone who owes him a very small amount. It's the craziest parable. <laughs> he starts I, choking him. Yeah. And uh, the guy's like, please forgive me and I'll, I'll, I'll pay you back. And what does he do? He throws him in jail. Well, the fellow servants are like, hey, look what this guy did. And so the master calls him back and says, hey, uh, I showed you great mercy mm-hmm. and you did not show mercy to other. So what does he say? Put this man in prison until he pays back the fullness of his debt. Yeah. Right, he doesn't say, because often some other parables, like at the wedding feast, is like, throw them out while they'll be wailing yep. and gnashing of teeth. Yep. He doesn't say that for this one. No. Yeah. He's not saying you're going to hell. He's forgiven him. The mm-hmm. sins are forgiven. Yeah. But because, you know, though you are, you receive forgiveness, you used to have this debt you've got to pay. Mm-hmm. And the debt's ready to be forgiven, mm-hmm. but you now owe because you didn't show mercy, didn't show forgiveness. Yeah. And so let's say this man's in jail. What's that? Purgatory. He's got to pay yep. it back. And so what does he do? He's got to go to the bride. Yeah. He's got to say, uh, you know, Mother Church, I need help right now because yeah. there's a big, I've been selling lemonade, this lemonade stand for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Suffered in purgatory, I need help. Yeah. And uh, and you, you, you nailed it because the end of the definition is um, the church, which as minister of the redemption, that's right, authoritatively dispenses and applies the treasury of the satisfaction won by Christ in the saints. Mm-hmm. So she's the dispenser. Christ has won everything for us by his cross and resurrection. And now he's given it to the church to to dispense of those graces, to to give those graces away as, as she sees fit, um, as, as she sees need. Um, and that's primarily what the sacraments are. Um, but there's also, um, you know, sacramentals as well. And now, um, like, you know, bless water and exercise salt and and bless candles. And then we also have, um, you know, indulgences, which, which is the church, which is the, the bride, um, just going into the bank account of her husband and saying, okay, we're, we're making a withdrawal and, uh, and we're going to give it to, to this person over here. And what's so beautiful is that, that the, the riches and the merits and the graces and the blessing of Christ are inexhaustible. The bank account never gets depleted. Uh, we can never deplete it. It is infinite. It is inexhaustible. It is beautiful. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a great gift he's given to us. Okay, so getting into indulgences themselves. Yes. Um, okay, so you talked about this before. Let's get into that. But to be capable of gaining an indulgence. Yes. So you cannot apply indulgence to yourself or to anyone who's living. Mm-hmm. Indulgences can only be applied to those who have deceased. Um, and the to be capable of gaining an indulgence, um, it is required that one be baptized, mm-hmm. not excommunicated, Yes. In the state of grace, and at least at the completion of the prescribed, in the state of grace, at least at the completion of the prescribed works. So you have to be in a state of grace when you're, when you're doing, gaining this indulgence. Yes. And subject to the one granting the indulgence, um, which would be the church, sometimes the church, sometimes the bishop, because they can all grant indulgences. Um, and then in order for the one who is capable may actually gain indulgences, one must have at least a general intention yes. to gain them and must in accordance with the tenor of the grant performed the enjoyed works at the time and in the manner prescribed. Mm-hmm. So you have to have at least the general intention. So yes. there's a per example of partial indulgence of this for like praying the rosary. Yes. But to gain the indulgence of praying the rosary, you at least have to have the general intention to gain that indulgence when praying it. Breaking news at this hour, accidental heresy. We go live to Father Anthony and Father Peter Teresa for details. Well, we have a brief editorial note, like beep, 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 bonus material. <laughs> that Father Peter Teresa corrected me. He didn't do it in the middle of the podcast. Thank you. I gave him a now. look. He gave me a look and I was like, I'm saying something wrong. I don't know what I'm saying wrong because <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong. But I, I was wrong and I was right. I That's was right. mostly wrong. Yes. But to uh, you can apply 
You cannot apply indulgences to other living people. Yes. But you can apply an indulgence to yourself. Right. So indulgences are mostly for the dead, Mm -hmm. not for the living. But you can apply an indulgence to yourself. Just to yourself. Just to yourself. So we want to make that correction so people know you can offer an indulgence or pray for an indulgence uh, for yourself. Um, but you cannot pray for indulgence for someone else who's living. Other another living person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. This ends our brief editorial interruption. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast, already in progress. So a general. This is this is a this is how this is how general intention works. Uh, my canon law professor. Um, he said he wakes up. He does his morning prayers, and he just says, "Lord, any of the acts I do today." Um, that would gain me an indulgence, I want to receive it. Um, so he might not necessarily know that what he's doing has been indulgence by the church, but he still intends to receive the grace from it. So when you're doing your morning prayers in the morning, you can just very simply say, Lord, any, um, I want to gain all of the indulgences that I would gain today. Um, that'd be a general intention. Um, you don't have to specifically know, okay, what I'm doing right now is indulgence. You just have that, the general intention and just make a little prayer in the morning and you cover your bases every day. That's beautiful. Yeah. You can only gain a plenary indulgence once a day. That's right. uh, With the exception of, you can gain another one at the moment of death. Uh, But if, even if you already had another one that day. So what is a plenary indulgence, Father? (laughs) Good question. Um, So the two terms that are going to be used are plenary and partial. Yes. Um, And so, Plenary would be complete mm-hmm. for, forgiveness of all punishment due to sin. Yeah. So plenary all is all temporal punishment. All yeah. tem- temporal yeah. punishment due to sin. So the soul is in purgatory and it has you know x amount of you know temporal punishment due. To apply a plenary indulgence to that soul would be that complete forgiveness of that temporal punishment. No matter how small or how big. No matter how small or how big. The debt is plenary covers it. Partial indulgence would be a certain, a partial amount. So if X is the amount, you know, and it's, you know, let's say 10 on a scale, the partial indulgence could be one, you know, yeah. to a little bit of that, you know, to, to help you on that path. Again, there's, let's say you have a hundred windows you got to fix. Yep. You know, it could be one or two <laughs> windows, you know, it's yeah. still, still working in the right direction Amen. though. Amen. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's really, really uh, a beautiful thing. And there's three requirements to gain an indulgence. We have these yeah. partial, we have plenary um, that we can gain. But then there's three kind of requirements for um, a, a plenary indulgence to be gained. Um, so one, uh, sacramental confession. Yes. Um, and you're going to have to help me on this because I've, I've heard different numbers um, mm-hmm. as for how, because it's not necessarily, let's say there's a plenary indulgence that you can gain for the year of St. Joseph for doing whatever. Yeah. You know, we can get into those um, that we know. And then, but to uh let's it, i know you have to go to confession either on that day yeah. or is it a week before and a week after it's it's around there i don't know if you have those exact numbers in front of you maybe we can look those up real quick i my understanding actually is a little more generous than that i okay. think you might actually have uh, maybe even up to three weeks to get yourself to confession okay um let's see if we can grab while we're talking we'll see if we can grab that on yeah. the internet yeah. to get a did a firm number mm-hmm. as to um, so you, there's the there's the sacramental confession. Yes, yeah, so you have to be in a state of grace. You have to go to confession. And receive the Eucharist. Yes, which I think is is similar. It doesn't have to be on that day. No, you have so a week it, to do that. So basically, if you go to mass on Sunday, right? You, it'll it'll cover it. It'll cover for you, and then you have to pray for the Holy Father. Um, and you know, typically the, but even though so so side note, even those. So I know remember Pope Francis during the pandemic gave yes, a right. plenary indulgence where he said you don't have to do the confession or the communion 
uh, for this because he recognized that a lot of people couldn't do confession or communion because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. He said there's a plenary indulgence um, for um, for praying for the pandemic during his, um, I forget the name of it, um, but there was this this opportunity for plenary indulgences that he allowed. Um, so, so okay, the, the three conditions may be fulfilled several days before or after the performance of the prescribed work. Um, it was fitting the communion be received and the prayer for the intention of sovereign prophet to be the same day as the work performed. Fitting, fitting, not but not necessary. Um, okay, so getting into so we've talked a little bit about plenary and partial. We talked about there's souls in purgatory that need prayer. Yes. Um, we've talked about there's ways in which we can gain indulgences, praying, you know, for this particular person. There's conditions to that. I need to be in a state of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to be baptized, not excommunicated. Um, I need to. Um, have the intention, at least the general intention, to gain the indulgence. Yes. You need to pray for the Holy Father, go to communion, go to confession. Yes. And then we go and we grant these uh, indulgences. Yes. And so it, it is, it's about, tw- it says several days, but the church understands that to be about 20. She's very, okay. very, she's very, very generous with 20 this. before and 20 after? Just 20, like 15 before 15 after? Like, do you before know? Before or after. Before or after. Okay. Well. Wow. So if you're going once a month to confession, you should be covered. Great. Which is a good practice. Yeah. And you, I, that's why, hey, yeah. another reason to go to confession that's once right. a month, right yep. there. Um, you can make this general prayer in the morning, you go yep. to communion every week, confession once Mass a month. Mass every Sunday. The, so what's so beautiful about this is the church just makes it really easy. <laughs> like, it's like, just all of these things are just set up that um, there's just all this grace to be had and it's just low-hanging fruit and it's so powerful and it's so beautiful. Um, so thank you, Mother Church. There's there's some general granted Partial indulgences. I'm mm-hmm. just going to run through real quick. Please, yeah. Because, hey, these are ones you can gain every single day, multiple a day. One is, a partial indulgence is granted to the faithful who, in the performance of their duties and in bearing the trials of life, raise their minds with humble confidence to God, adding, even if only mentally, some pious invocation. So just ra- bearing, while bearing the trials of life or doing good duties, you raise your mind with humble confidence to God. We should do that right now. Raising our mind. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> humble confidence to God. Mm-hmm. And even add some pious invocation, even if only mentally. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, Amen. Mentally, sorry. <laughs> Just out loud if yeah, needed. Amen, yeah. um, and so we have these, the, the second kind of general partial indulgence. Mm-hmm. A partial indulgence is granted to the faithful who in a spirit of faith and mercy give of themselves or of their goods to serve the brothers in need. Mm-hmm. We talk about the importance of almsgiving. Yes. Here you go. Not only for, you know, for a partial indulgence, you give alms, um, to those, to uh, for those who are in need, or of things, you know, even giving cans to the food bank, etc. Yeah, yeah. You can be gaining a partial indulgence for that yeah. for, the, for the holy souls. And yeah. again, this is important. It's it's a work of mercy to pray for the holy souls. And we we didn't say this when we were talking about purgatory, but one of the reasons why this is so important is because we believe that the the poor souls in purgatory cannot pray for themselves; um, that they are entirely dependent upon our prayers for them. Uh, and so we need to be praying for them. Uh, and that's what we dedicate a whole month to that in November. Uh, maybe we can talk about that in November. Uh, but it, it's it's so important to be praying for uh, the holy souls. Well, the church is the church triumphant. Yes. That's the church in heaven. Yes. The church militant. That's us down here. We're, we're working. We're, we're fighting for the kingdom. And the church suffering. Yeah. The holy souls. But we're, we are the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. There is still a connection yeah. to all of us as the body of Christ. We're all different members, all different parts. But we're still connected as a body, yeah. which means we'll have a role to play. Which means our one of our roles is to pray for the holy souls in purgatory, um, and they can pray for us. 
Yeah. Even ask for their prayers and ask so that we know as we pray for the holy souls, we're, we're encouraging that so that people will pray for us when we die. Yeah. Because we definitely uh, want them, their prayers for us. No, amen. And, which amen. is why, I mean, uh, the offering of masses, we'll tell you that as well. Like, the, yep. you have, we have masses offered for the dead to pray yep. for their holy souls. Oh, praise God. Yeah. Um, just a third general kind of partial indulgence that mm-hmm. we can just gain every single day. Some of the real, real blessing to us. A partial indulgence is granted to the faithful who, in a spirit of penance, voluntarily deprive themselves of what is licit and pleasing to them. Mm-hmm. This is just prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Yep. You know, we talk about- Yeah, exactly. You know, she, she makes it, church is, makes it really like, hey, easy for are us. Are you praying and fasting and giving bums every day? Yeah. In, in doing this monthly confession, yeah. weekly communion, daily saying, Lord, it's just, you know, yeah. indulgences I can gain today mm-hmm. for the holy souls. I want to apply them to the souls who are, who are most in need. Yeah. And we pray, fast, we give alms. Yeah. How no. beautiful that is! No, it's amazing. It's it's a it's an unbelievable gift. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing, and uh, and and I just love how easy the church makes it. Um, and so. again, it's not. And I want to get back to our. You know, it's this is not the. This throw, isn't magic. Magic throw this a penny. Isn't buying grace. We're we're um, not purchasing something like yeah. God owes us this. Um, it, it's it's us. It's us. Why does God set this up? Because He wants us to see the connection in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm that we are connected to those who passed before us um, and that we pray for each other just as we pray for each other here on earth. And there's a call for us to continue this prayer, continue to lift our, our hearts, lift our minds to God and to pray for each other. Yeah. Why? Well, because the, the, the God doesn't want us to, to think it's, it's, a, um, it's just a me and Jesus mentality. That's right. That's important. Our personal relationship with Jesus Christ is really important. I don't want to take away from that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we're a body. Like we have to support each other. Mother, you know, kids need mothers and fathers. You know, we need the church. You know, we need each other. We need mm-hmm. the body of Christ. Not the Eucharist, yeah. not the priest. You know, we need each other as a body. Yeah. And that continues even after we're dead. And especially when it's just so easy to be cynical about the church and especially the church's hierarchy and the church's leadership, that just to recognize that um, that the church is the bride of Christ and, the, and, and Jesus himself has endowed her with great authority. And that despite whatever sins and failings might exist within her leadership, which are many and which are great, um, that that's the that the church is still a blessing and a gift to us for 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 the sacraments, for sacramentals, and and for things like these indulgences. That that the Lord still works very very powerfully through His church in these ways. Um, I just want to talk just because the modern posts have talked about this. This again, there's not the Middle Ages coming back. This is the recent popes talking about this. Yeah. It was Pope Paul VI, who's like kind of brought this back. He really simplified how to get indulgences. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we, we want to make it real easy mm-hmm. so we can pray for the holy souls. And his aim was to help Catholics see indulgences not as some sort of special project to be, to be performed apart from their daily life, but rather as ways to foster charity and a sense of repentance throughout the ordinary day. Yeah. He got, it's, it's kind of like, hey, do your ordinary life praying and fasting gims alms every day and recognize that as you're doing that, not only are you helping build up the body of Christ here on earth, you're helping the body of Christ yeah. as the church suffering. And the church is blessing your ordinary life and endowing it with great dignity and great power to, to sanctify you and, and the world and the church. Um, just some general, I mean, obviously there's many different prayers, like going into certain churches, mm-hmm. praying for holy souls on purgatory, going to cemeteries in the month of November, yes. doing pilgrimages to recognize shrines. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all just a few of the many ways that we can gain indulgences um, for for the holy souls to pray for those who are in, in need. Um, there are there are books out there that, like I said, the Incredium of Indulgences tells you a bunch of indulgences that are out there. Um, and then and- there are every once in a while the church will have special indulgences. So for the year of mercy, there are all sorts of special indulgences. But even in this year of Saint Joseph, uh, the Pope has established special indulgences for this year. 
So if you pray the rosary in your family, uh, and just or just between a husband and a wife, that's a that's a plenary indulgence. That's a full one. Um, Do that every day. If you meditate for thirty minutes on the Our Father, uh, that's a plenary indulgence. Uh, if you perform a corporal or spiritual work of mercy, um, a plenary indulgence. Um, if you pray the litany of Saint Joseph, um, that's a plenary indulgence for the year. Um, and so there are just there are some other ones as well that. Um, they, and this isn't like, oh my goodness, I need to now rack my brain and start going around just gaining indulgence all the time. Yes. What we're trying to tell you is live your Catholic life. Yes. Live your life of faith. Live your life of prayer and recognize that. And just make this, the general intention. Make the, this isn't just, a, again, this is the body of Christ connected. Live your daily life. And, 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 and as a part of that, pray, not only for those intentions that are on your heart, for those, for your kids, your family, et cetera, but even for those who passed before us, our, our, our grandparents, our great-grandparents yes. who passed, our ancestors, who the reason we have the faith. Mm-hmm. And we continue to pray, continue to reach out to those who've died, our friends, our loved ones, that, that we don't, and this is important, that, that oftentimes funerals can seem like they're a, a, uh, um, a, 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 a canonization. canonization. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, no, this, we pray for the person at Mass because yes. they need prayers, mm-hmm. and we continue to pray for them. I love one of the traditions of the Native people here is they pray for four years. Yeah, you know, For the four anniversaries, they gather and pray, and they're going to continue to pray for four years after someone's died. Yeah. And th- that's how beautiful for the souls that we keep praying for them to yeah. their, you know, for no, that's amazing. Past. That's such a gift <clears throat> to have that a part of the tradition. Um, we are out of time, unfortunately. You know, these go too quickly. Indeed um, they do. And I hope you all have enjoyed them. Uh, a sign that you've enjoyed them would be to ask us to do, <laughs> give us more topics to talk about. Uh, maybe they're going to stop giving us topics like, don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, we've highly enjoyed this one. Amen, um, yeah. We definitely want to encourage the faithful to get to know their faith better. Um, and so we need a final question. Um, and I guess um, I, what I'm going to talk about is, I guess, one of my most beautiful moments of, of praying for indulgences, what as mm. I learned about them. It was actually in Austria. Hmm. And I was in Austria, and it was one of the things on uh, All Souls Day. If you go to a church and pray for the Holy Souls, you can gain an indulgence. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's—I think it's one of the days a year. It's not limited. Like you can gain multiple, if not partial, definitely multiple partial. But I think maybe multiple plenary indulgences. Yeah. So I, I think just up. plenary on All Souls Day. Yeah. That's yeah. not about All Souls Day itself. Yeah. But you can do more than you can actually gain more than one that day for Holy Souls. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Um, but so I was like hanging out like outside i was like okay i'd like family members i wanted to pray for we passed yeah and i was like okay i just walked into the church pray for the holy father walked to the church pray for the i did kind of like walked back i was like you have to enter into church so maybe it's like breaking the rule <laughs> i was in college i was a zealous college kid at the time uh, but i remember my friend Medell um was sitting outside like smoking a cigarette <laughs> outside the church <laughs> so i'd walk out i'd talk to Medell for two minutes i'd walk back in the church i'd pray you know, for five, I'd walk back out. I talked to Madel for two minutes. She's yeah. in there. And I mean, I don't cigarettes. She had to smoke that night. <laughs> well, that's fun. She's just doing that to hang out, or she was yeah. uh, actually just going to plan on doing that anyway. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, just kind of getting that uh, that that's that 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 joyful experience. But just to kind of that that beautiful. Maybe it was overzealous. Maybe it was uh, you know, not the right taking advantage of a situation. But mm-hmm. and, and just a reminder of I still remember praying for those souls. Yeah, like I still remember praying for my family. Like. You know, and God can do what he wants with those. Maybe it didn't go to my friend. Maybe they're already in heaven and went to other souls. I don't right. know what it was, but right. just this call to keep praying for the dead. I don't know if you yeah. have any other experience of gaining an indulgence or doing a pilgrimage. Yeah, I mean, just really... even last November, remember we went out to the cemetery here at St. John's. We went out as a community and we just kind of walked the cemetery yeah. and the brothers just dispersed and they were praying for all the, the souls of the cemetery and praying for our families and um, just seeing some of the Franciscan fathers who were buried there who had gone before us and how they had served the people. And so... It was just this beautiful experience of 
connecting with just the place, uh, the people that we're serving and, and the priests that had gone before us and just um, praying for them and, and asking them to pray for us and, and just feeling that, that real communion um, that you're talking about, how we're just all connected. And so um, that, was a, that was a special day for sure. And I would say um, that the month, month of November, particularly going to a, uh, a cemetery during yeah. the month of November, um, it can be it can be in praying, you know, obviously for the Holy Father and praying for the souls, can grant an indulgence. Yeah. But that, there's, and when I'm driving in November, I will stop. If I pass yeah. a cemetery, I'll go out of my way. Yep. I've passed a number of cemeteries on the reservation. I'll just stop in and say a prayer. An encouragement to that to people, especially in the month of November, mm-hmm. to go and make that a specific month to, yeah. to look to it, to pray for, for yeah. the Holy Souls. Just a beautiful little thing, too, when we get to heaven one day and the Lord gets to show us how he applied all those graces. And just meeting all those people who are like, hey, man, it was like the time you stopped in the cemetery, like got me out of purgatory. And just like how happy they're going to be to see us and happy we're going to be to see them. Yeah, what a glorious day. That'll be a lot of fun. Amen. Uh, Father, your blessing, please. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, Thank everybody. you. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith. That's becomefire.faith. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.